You believe in Jesus? Yes, I do. Well, you're going to meet him. You see what fun this is? It's going to get really exciting. I know what to do now. They've made it clear. You warriors are good. Real good. The best. This is the end of your rotten life, you motherfucking dope pusher. We'd make one hell of a team, Snake. The name's Pliskin. Everybody, uh, welcome to Forty Second Street Forever, uh, the official podcast of Grindhouse Cinema Database. I'm Pete Roberts. Um, this is episode two, and uh, my special guest today on this episode is the author of four books, including Share, Strong Enough, and Donna Summer, Her Life and Music. He's written articles for the New York Times, Reader's Digest, and The Village Voice, and is a veteran of more than 100 radio broadcasts. He's also a regular contributor to the Grand Hill Cinema Database, as well as our affiliate film blog, Furious Cinema. In 2014 and 2015, he made regular appearances on TV One's award-winning documentary series, Unsung. His book, Black Exploitation Cinema, The Essential Reference Guide, is now in its second edition and is available on Amazon, and we highly recommend picking up a copy. I'm very happy to welcome Josiah Howard on this podcast. Hey, Jay. Good morning. How are you doing over there? I'm doing good. Doing really good. Now, it's the 50th anniversary of uh, Black Exploitation Cinema, and you just had a a special poster exhibit in New York City, right? Yeah, it's pretty special. So the poster exhibit is not mine, but it is presented by Poster House Museum here in New York City. I have uh, 20 posters. They have, um, when you go in, it's an interactive experience. There's music playing. They have all the magazines. Uh, you know, Pam Greer was on the cover of Ms. And Richard Reynolds from Shaft was on the cover of Newsweek. So all of that is there. So it's an exciting place to visit. It's going to be up until March of 2022. Is this 2021? 2022. Yeah, right. Yep. You're in New York. Drop by and see it. Yeah, that's that sounded like really exciting. And, you know, especially for people that love that art, the poster art, as we do, we all do since we're movie geeks, you know? <laughs> Completely. And I got to tell you, Pete, yep. I learned so much from um, helping curate that. Yeah. I didn't know that a lot of the posters were illustrated by Japanese Americans. Yes. I think the, the ones by the one uh, coffee was one, was it George? I can't remember his last name, but it was a Japanese guy. George yes. Ekatito or something like that or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I don't remember his name either, but. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah. What a revelation, you know. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, they did some awesome art. I love and I love all those AIP posters like coffee and, you know, uh, Black Caesar and you know all those. Those are great. So I have, you know, a bunch of the posters we know, but the only I have in the house is the coffee because that is. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You got to have the coffee poster. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we love that. I love that one, too. Yeah. yeah, to learn more about that through the um, Poster House uh, exhibition, yeah. that yeah. was great. Oh, gosh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Foxy Brown, I love that one. You know, I love all those. You know, I love all those posters. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. like my favorite stuff. But um, Do you yeah. have one up in, the, in your house, Pete? What's, what's on display there as far as black exploitation goes? Uh, Superfly and uh, Black Caesar and uh, Coffee. Those are the ones I have. Copy that. I got yeah. it. I love those. Yeah. And the shaft one is really iconic too. that, you know, that, the you know, the coming through the window with the, the gun and the, 
Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that font. That that special font. That cool. Oh, that was a good seventies font. I yes. think it was called IBC something. IBC. Yeah, you're a font man, so you know. Yeah, about that. I love typography, all that stuff. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's so. I just can't believe it's fifty years. Fifty years. Wow. Fifty years, but I yeah. always fifty years is a long time. Yeah, I mean, it's not a long time. And and it's like um. When when do you think like you know the first movies that see I, when we talk about the beginning of black exploitation like we kind of talk about Sweetback but I always like if you watch that movie it's like it's not it's like almost like an art film you know what I mean it's not like it, it, I always say it's like if Fellini had made a black exploitation film that's Sweetback but you know you'd have to see some Fellini films to know what I'm trying to say but mm-hmm. but it's like but then there's but then there's like Shaft and that's like a genre film like it's a straight up like you know it's basically like a film noir but it's like with like, you know, the black detective private eye, as opposed to like, you know, a Bogart or something. So it's like, I feel, I see like the, there's a difference between those two. You know what I mean? Yes, so, I agree. so that's when the real genre film started. So then you'd get coffee and that was like a vigilante film. And then, you know, the blackula, the horror film, you know what I'm saying? So that's what the way I saw that part, part of it. But, I'm in agreement with you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sweetback um, is praised because right. it's an art house film and it's, right. Getting produced and directed by an African-American. So that right. was a new idea. Right. Um, it does not really fall into what people generally think about black exploitation. Right. That's what I, that's what I mean. And, you know, weird but, it, it, but the thing is, it, it, it kind of set like by the end of the movie, it kind of, it's almost like a stepping stone to into the blacks. You know what I mean? Like, but cause it's almost like, you know, he's going to be coming back to get, you know, I forgot what the end and credits said. Coming back and you no, know, it, it's almost like the movie itself isn't so much just like, you know, black exploitation, but it almost like sets the tone for the next, you know what I mean? The next wave of, of the real black exploitation movies. I agree. I agree. So it's cool. introduction in yeah, that the black man finally wins. Right. That's exactly what black I, I was doctor, Right. Not the black man doctor, yeah. black man. <laughs> right. Servant. Yeah. The black, right. sexy black stud man. Right. Wins. And he, and he, you know, he, he sets the tone for Richard Roundtree and Shaft and, you know, the whole, you know, sexy yes. black, you know, tough dude. And that's like, you know, what everybody loved. So, you know, he, he really set the, the, the tone for that or set the, you know, thing is in motion for that, but and it was, I was, was yeah, I was wondering, and... yeah, when was when did what was the first movie you saw in the genre? Do you remember? Like you must, you yes, know, I, so I saw a bunch of them uh, yeah. before should, which was at a and a half or eleven, and yeah. I saw them because my babysitters yeah. were teenagers and they wanted yeah. to see, them. so they so they take you to the movies. They brought us to the movies and, and uh, <laughs> I saw them too early, Pete. I saw yeah. them too early in that. <laughs> I know what you're saying. All the time. Yeah. yeah, it was a shock. So I had yeah. never seen any, an adult nude right? So right. with nudity, these films. Right. Yeah. My family didn't curse. I didn't hear people cursing. Um, so that was a shock. That was like a wake up for all and that. I saw somebody put a needle in their arm before right. that the movies. And the so, violence and everything. And yeah. Yeah. And the violence yeah. was shocking. Yeah. And don't forget, it's not just talking about it's it's 30 feet high in your face. Right, right, right. It really it's makes an impact. Overload. Yeah. yeah. So for and me, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So for me, like the like I, I didn't see the, I wasn't I was too young to see the black exploitation films, but like something that I would see like that at a young age was like Rambo. I went to see, you know, like, I mean, so it's like the same yes. thing, but like, you know, a different time period. But anyways, we're, we're going off track. But 
you know, but yeah, that's definitely. Okay, what was your first exploitation? What was your the first black exploitation film I remember seeing was like I was a teenager and I saw it on TV. It was Cleopatra Jones and the Casino of Gold. And that was before, like, I even knew, like, about genres and stuff. I didn't know. You know, I just watched it as a movie and I thought it was really cool, but I didn't know. You know what I mean? I didn't know all the history of all that, all, all the films and the, you know, the the whole thing. So did you look I remember really movie? liking it. So you yeah. just enjoyed it as a picture. Yeah, I just enjoyed it like as a cool action movie. But then Got when it. I was but then, like, also at the same time, around that same time, I was into hip hop. And as I was listening to the lyrics, I'd hear them reference Shaft and, super, you know, Superfly and Dolomite. And I, I still didn't really know what those were. Like, I just knew they were, you know, like characters, movie characters or something. But I didn't know anything about the, you know, the black exploitation cinema. And then mm-hmm. one day I was in, I think I was in Strawberries Records and Tapes. And I was like, you know, looking through the soundtrack section. And I, I came well, across. I love the yeah. name of the store. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it was strawberry. Yeah, they all had like like fruit names, like strawberries, coconuts, you know, like <laughs> all that stuff. So, you know, all those different names. But uh, but I was in strawberries and I was looking through the soundtrack section. And I came across Pimps, Players and Private Eyes. And the, the cover was like done in like black exploitation cinema art way. And I, it just grabbed my eye and I was like, oh, what, what is this? This looks cool. So I, I checked it out and, it, and I think the, the font is the same one as the shaft font. It has like that, that, you know, yes. that's what I was talking about. So I, it just grabbed my eye. So I looked at the, looked at it. I bought, picked it up and then I list, I brought it home, listened to the music. It was all the, you know, soundtracks from the black exploitation films. And I was like, Oh, this, I love this, but then this is before the internet remember. So I didn't have any way to really see the movies because I didn't have, you know, any, you, you, today you can go right on Amazon and buy all this stuff. But back then you, there was nothing. So I was just listening to, I, I was just hoping I could see the movie someday, but it was like years before I saw them. So that's what happened with that. So that was, it just piqued my interest with those two things. And then over time, yeah. Then over time, like, you know, I, like, a, you know, maybe Pulp Fiction came out and like, you know, Quentin would be talking about black exploitation and then you'd see more movies show up, show up on TV or, on cable and stuff. So that's like sort of how it happened. And then after I saw coffee and then I was like a hooked, I was just a fan of the movies after I saw coffee. I love that one. So and that was just sort of my history age. with that. What's that? You see coffee at what age? I was probably like 18 or 19 when I saw coffee. Oh, it was on, it was on cable. Yeah. I was older. I mean, this wasn't like when you saw it, when you were like a little, little kid or anything, but yes, but I mean, so that was how it started for me. So then after that, I started, you know, watching coffee and I'd see like some other movie, like, you know, uh, the Mac and I, I love the Mac too, but we'll get, we'll get into all that stuff later on. But <laughs> so this, I mean, there's so many different avenues to go down. I just, I think you have yeah. had, uh, started uh, wonderfully by just pointing out it's been 50 years. Yeah. 50. It's still interest in these low budget black films um, that came out for inner city audiences for the most part, but that yeah. crossed over and became number one films. Right. So people forget that these were the number one films in America. Didn't Superfly like knock Godfather out of the t- number one spot or something? It did. it did. And what does that mean? That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's it sort of gets to our whole point. Yeah. That gets to the whole point of what we're talking about, because, you know, they're black films made for black, but they're sort of not. They're made for like kind of everybody. I guess that says, you know, to me, exactly. everybody found something in that to, to connect to. Uptown, there's this dude who's bad. And he ain't just fly, he's super fly. Yeah, super fly. When it comes to women, they come to him. He's got it all. 
the pad, the money, the ride. But it's still not enough. I'm gonna run a number. I'm getting out the million in cash. This is a chance, and I want to take it now, before I have to kill somebody, before somebody ices me. He wants a big score, a million in cash. Yeah, the big one. He's got a plan to stick it to the man. He's super hood, super high, super dude, super fly. Super fly, a six-year production from Warner Brothers. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without a parent. And they're also events, and they're also a phenomenon. So people right. like phenomenons, like Jaws. Right. Want to be a part of what's going on with all these black movies? Let's see right. Superfly. So that right. knocked Godfather out of the number one spot. That's pretty crazy. I mean, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's but it's not, yeah. Mm-hmm. People were. I mean, like I think people love to see like it's just back then it was a new thing just to see like those types of characters and like you know he's fighting back against the man he wants to you know. He, he wants to like break out of the life he's been stuck in. And, you know, everybody can s- sort of identify with that on some level. You know what but, I mean? I feel like, you know, and also Peter, he, um, what about most of these films is yeah. that the people are not working within the system. They're, they're, they're outsiders. Or they're rebels fighting against they have the figured out how to make their money. Right. Out of the system. And right. Glorified in the films. You do not have. And the there's, work- yeah, and there's like an entre- entrepreneurial aspect of that, you know, of that that we can all like, exactly. you know, kind of like look up to. Right. We don't. I don't want it. And that's like that can be like Joe, you know, the white guy, or it can be like you know, Bill, the Asian guy, or yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. Boss. Yeah. We all we all have that type of like feel dream or feeling about stuff. So that's what we, that's what I that's what I think I I found with those films. It wasn't so much the, you know, the were uh, popular in Mexico and in Germany. Yeah. France yeah. and in Italy yeah. with really a big audience because everybody wanted to do what they were doing. Right. I mean, it's that's it was very like universal in a way because yes. out of those things, the race thing, of course, is always at the forefront of the, the genre. But after that, if you just if you're just, you know, you're you you you, you know that what it, what, it, what it is, it's right there in front of you. But after you go past that, then you're like con- kind of connecting with the characters. You know what I mean? You're you're you're, you're connecting to those things that we all have, like we were just talking about. So yes, that's what I felt mm-hmm. about. Those. Yeah, agreed. These are not malicious people. They just right. want to do best for them. A better life, pretty much. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. avenues are right. closed, right. so right. they find another avenue. Yeah, and that's I think that's really important to point out in those movies. And it also was, and then. Also, at the same time, it was giving black people a lot of like good, you know, artists. They were they were having a good, you know, uh, showcase for their work and they were getting, you know, they were just making them, you know, the real people were actually making a better life for themselves, too. So there was different levels to that, which I thought were really interesting. I like that you said that because people, uh, black performers and black stunt people and black directors and sound people all getting jobs and the composers we can't forget that or maybe they know something more about this yeah us you know union men right and i we we can't forget the 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 great soundtracks for all the movies oh that's like such a big part of those films we look i mean you know i'm still listening to all those soundtracks right now so i I I mean that was one of the things you know they have to be presented to be financed right right finance it was who's going to be singing on the soundtrack right james brown or legend Right. James Brown to Marvin Gaye to Barry White, even Gladys yep. Knight does a movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and Martha Reed. You yeah. wanted the cred of right. being 
part of the black exploitation film genre. Yeah, I mean, it really brought all those great artists together. And I, I just, you know, you, I can't say anything, any, anything bad, bad about them, those movies, because I just everything about them, I just love. I mean, pretty much across, you know, as far as like, you know, there's different different, uh, you know, levels of quality, of course. But, you know, is the whole genre is just one of my most favorites. So, I mean, I can never I just love it. I still love it. I'll be watching it when I'm 80 years old, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, opinion, yeah. I will, I yeah. I will yeah. disagree with you on one point is that. Yeah. I do think some of the films are not very good. Yeah, I, I, that's what I was. That's yeah, actually what I was saying. Different levels yeah, of quality. Yeah, because right. they, you know, yeah. they're, they're ambitious. They're, they're right. Ambitious. Yeah, yeah. Too. Right. And they're fun as a reference and certainly right. as a history. But some of them aren't really great. You know, but I mean, like, like, like if you watch Dolomite, I mean, that's pretty, you know, it's the, the quality of the filmmaking isn't so great, but it does have a lot of, but it has such a, such a lot of, yeah, it has such a lot of charm to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I always found it very like, you know, it's just very the, the charm of Rudy Ray Moore and like, you know, his supporting cast, Lady, Lady, uh, Lady Reed and, you know, all those people, they have like a charm to them. So it's like, even though the, you know, you're seeing like a boom mic hanging in the shots and stuff, it's still like really enjoyable i don't know i just like all the characters and stuff that was what was fun about it for me it wasn't so much like you know the the bad kung fu you know scenes or <laughs> when he's I like <laughs> but you know that I, I, those are he does five films those yeah. are personality driven so we yeah. just love him yeah it's just rudy uh, ray to be loved yeah. that he's not he's the, the sexy man he's the cool yeah man. He's yeah fun. he's crazy you know, he's like kicking people and like he's like, you know, the kick is like about f- like four feet away from the person. It's a child's kick. It's a child's I mean, kick. it was really like funny. I don't know. But I mean, it's, it's totally funny. funny. Unintentionally, you know. But then like, you know, then you'll go see like, you know, Superfly. And that's more like almost like a semi documentary feel to it. And I mean, it almost like yes. you're watching that stuff go on in real. You know what I mean? real life photography that yeah they do a lot in that that's very interesting but i i I really like that film just the way it looked and like it just felt so real to me i don't know i just well i I gotta say that is um up there with my favorites because that with the soundtrack and the soundtrack is probably that's my number one favorite black exploitation soundtrack is superfly i just think it's brilliant yeah Yeah, curtis 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 yeah it's it's brilliant some one film yeah wonderful yeah, it is. It's almost like a, and then it's all, it also acts as like a commentary for the film itself. So you can listen to the soundtrack and you hear all this. Taking. There's a song about love making. There's a song right. about yeah. Freddie. Freddie's dead. Like, you know, it tells you kind of like about his story and, you know, a little yeah, bit like little stories. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the Mac is another really good one that kind of shows things like an, out in Oakland, what it was like out there. Yeah. And I, I love that one too. That's one of my most favorites. That's a lot of fun because um, a lot of people weren't so knowledgeable about what was going on in California. It's like right. just, at the time, Chicago and New York were the cities that were reported on. So that was a, um, a travel log. It's like, right. oh, this play with sunshine, but they've also got these. Guests. <laughs> they've all, uh, also got the pimp culture. <laughs> yeah. I love that. But I, That's but an I, introduction yeah. to us Easterners. But mm-hmm. I love, I think Max Julian in that is just, he's just couldn't get any, you can't get any cooler than Max Julian in the Mac. I just think he's just so. You know, he just has such good he's he's just so charming and stuff to everybody. And, you know, he's just funny. And and then Richard Pryor's in it, too. That's a good that's a little highlight, you know, to see him in an early role in that movie. Anytime he's really funny. And, you know, yeah. Every single film, every single scene he's in, he's like always making a joke or something. It's just really funny to see all that stuff. I love that. And the fashions. And also the soundtrack. Another great soundtrack. And the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love that one. 
I think that was now I think I first heard of that one when I was watching True Romance, you know, the the you know, the Quentin Tony Scott movie. There's a little of that in there. And that's where I first learned about that movie. So then I so I watched, saw that and I was like, OK, I, I, now I want to see the Mac. And I was trying to look around for that one. You know, I, always on the lookout. Yeah, I'm always I, I it was just like the same thing with the Street Fighter in that movie. Like when I, when I saw the Street Fighter clips, I was like, OK, I got to see the Street Fighter movies now because mm-hmm. I just it looked so cool to me. So I don't know. That's just my little I'm, I love all those little pop culture references and stuff. <laughs> and the way that they introduced you to things yeah. you known about yeah i mean that's sort of how you do it you like you know i just i was into movies and i'd like see like little clips like and then there, there was another thing about uh, re, uh like i was watching the movie house party with a uh, kid and play and his father played by robin harris brings up that you know their little movie that they love to watch together is dolomite that's where i first heard of dolomite so that was like when i was like 16 i was like what's dolomite what is that about and i saw like a, i think there's a little clip of the movie in that movie and i was like oh i gotta see that one that looks really cool too yes. so that's when i first heard of that so years later probably like you know 10 years later i finally got a copy of dolomite and you know that became one of my little favorites again so it was that's how I, that's important. yeah that's how a lot of times the films yeah. were not available even if you yeah, got they them. weren't they weren't available back then i mean even when i'd go to the, available at the beginning yeah. of the VHS boom either yeah, I mean, they you because after they played in the theaters, of course, there was I mean, I, there was VHS and stuff. But I mean, I don't I don't think they even like had a release on. I don't think on I mean, VHS is a good one because, no, that took a really long time to come to market. Yeah. It really yeah. did. But I mean, it's like it's just interesting how like, you know, over the years, like people have brought up the those films. Like, I got like when I used to go to like rent movies, I, I never saw like coffee on the shelf or. You know, like, you know what I mean, or the Mac or anything like that, which is it took time. It took time. Yeah. Yeah, it did take time, which is interesting. So I, it's like almost like you're you're uh, cut off from a whole, you know, like a whole genre of film because they're not carrying it in the stores and stuff. So it took years for me to see all that stuff. And then it well, became, not even the genre of film, a cultural moment. Yeah, cut it's, off it's culturally, because this is black history as well. So, so you, you're, we like 10 we, years of black films. Right. And we lost in notes. So throughout my like, you know, when I was renting movies in the 80s and stuff, I didn't even know about any of those films. So it's like I missed that whole thing until like, you know, years later when I was like, you know, in the 90s or something. So it was just interesting how that happened, you know, but it was, it was so it popular happened. in the 70s. Completely. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they kind of yeah. disappeared. Where'd they all yeah. go? Yeah, it's, it's strange. But I'm just glad that I finally found those movies after all those years. But yeah, but uh what's a uh so what are some of your favorites of the genre like do you have like any ones that you like go back to often like you'll you'll always like have this certain one that you'll rewatch every year or you know so um, probably a lot of them but... i i try to avoid to overwatch them because of course yeah. i have them all. yeah coffee i love to go back to because of the history of me watching it in shock at 10 or 11 years old right um of i love i i always say this i love that that one the most yeah because the woman playing the shaft role is it co- the- coffee you're saying i didn't yeah coffee you. yeah, yeah. Coffee, yeah. So she's doing everything that they do she's right. shotgun killing people yeah shooting people up she's, <laughs> um, she's really good it's like oh women walk, work through the world differently so she can pretend to be these different things and they think she's not threatening whereas right. they would and was threatening so it's a lot right. of fun it, it it turns things on its head, like on, you know, like the whole, you know, tough, tough, you know, guy like Shaft or something. Yeah, it's like a woman can be just as tough. But I also like, you know, when you when I first watched Coffee, I was like, wow, who's this girl? Like, I didn't you know, like it, 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 you, when you first see it, you're just like, wow, you know, like because Pam Greer, she's just so beautiful and stuff. 
they call her coffee. Because if you jab her, she'll cream you. This is the end of your rotten life. Coffee. The baddest one-chick hit squad that ever hit town. All your friends are dead. Why kill them all? Coffee. She's got a body men would die for. And lately, a lot of them have. Coffee's black. Coffee's hot. And sometimes as sweet as sugar. I know what you want to, and you're gonna get it. Coffee. Always where the action is. A mean kind of super chick who don't take nothing off of nobody. You want me to crawl? You want to spit on me and make me crawl? See Coffee. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without a parent. Look out, Harlem. Here comes Coffee. The godmother of them all. But I mean, I think a lot of uh, a lot of things like we we, we rem- rem- remember her like shooting her shotgun and like, you know, going you know crazy and stuff. But I, there was a real sweetness to to her, too, that, you know what I mean? Like when you're watching the movie, she, she's doing it all because she loves her sister and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of I think that that came through. That's pro- partly probably why we love Pam Greer so much, because that that sweetness of her is like that real like the real life thing came through, too, which I thought was great. And then Foxy oh, Brown, the director of coffee, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. writer and director, by the way, he wrote yeah. it. As, he talked about how what Pam brought. He said it was a realness and a naturalness that he right. was not a, capable of writing about. She had right. to just make that happen. That was just her herself. Yeah, and she yeah. rewrote a couple of the scenes because she yeah. said, "No, this is how a black woman right. who's five living in the ghetto would right. act." And she had, and she also had that. that she did have a vulnerability too, like you know what I mean. Like that's she, the word. That's she the was, word. you know we what I mean. She was. Happened yeah. to her, even though she's toting a shotgun. Yeah. Don't, I boo. I like her. You know, she's like, you know, it, it, you can really see that in that in that role because she's, you know, she's doing what she's doing like out of like real love, you know, in her heart. She's not doing it because she wants to. You know what I mean? It's like she really, she's like so driven by like. Well, I mean, she's she's trying to get revenge and everything, but it's just. This, it's it's almost like she's kind of like a lost little girl, like at the same time trying to, you know what I mean? Like she doesn't, no even, she doesn't know what she's doing, like type thing. I, I don't know. There's I, just a lot of. Revenge. I say it's yeah. she's trying to get revenge. She's trying to get yeah. this. Right. I mean, she's just you know, it's one of my favorite. Way with this. Although I got, to, I have to say, sister, I have to say, I have to say, out of those two movies, I actually kind of like Foxy Brown a little bit more now for some reason. I don't know why, but I mean, it's just. I don't know if it's it's just the way it plays or it's it's almost like a more streamlined version of coffee or something. I don't know what it is. It's maybe it's like brighter or something. I don't know, because coffee is kind of like a dark movie, like, you know, even like, you know, visually. But when I watch Foxy Brown, I don't know why it's just I just kind of like it a little bit more for some reason now. Like I'll rewatch that one more than coffee for some reason. I don't know. Jack, um, he just, this too. Um, yeah. Jack and I like the first one, but yeah. he said Foxy Brown has traveled yeah. farther than he ever thought it would. Yeah. That was be a sequel to Coffee. It was, right. going, to, it was going to be called Coffee uh, Burn. Coffee. Burn Coffee Burn. <laughs> yeah, I remember reading that. Yeah. They did some research that said that sequels aren't working out, so let's just change the title and do the same film. Right. And he's uh, Foxy Brown travels more because there's more costume changes because it is more. Oh, colorful. that's interesting. Yeah, because it's you know in Coffee she just wears one dress. It's very. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, she's not. Yeah, I mean, like in Foxy, it's almost it's like a like a fashion show. Like every every it's scene, she's wearing something new. And the violence, yeah. and the sexiness, and the soundtrack. So yeah, it was just 
a bit more. There's a lot more going on in Foxy Brown, but I'm going to go with the more primitive uh, coffee. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. I mean, I, I mean, I love both of them. I do love both. But t- t- speaking of uh, great fashions, I have to say, for me, Willie Dynamite gets the, you know, the, the most flamboyant. Yeah, that's the most flamboyant uh wardrobe in a in a black exploitation film i think insanity <laughs> it's i mean he it's every so scene fun. he's wearing like this crazy like bright green purple and like like one he's wearing like a gold like shiny gold suit and one just like all types of crazy stuff <laughs> i just love that it's a lot of fun you can yeah. just look at the potion and see yeah that's a big, a big huge fur coat <laughs> yeah. yeah that was crazy he's cool hot and me exploding through town like black dynamite he's got only one dream i aim to be number one willie dynamite you better listen to him i catch you messing around with my women i'll cut you down he's the dude men envy and women never forget this is a business baby a production line chicks chums he uses them all he's Dynamite. Really don't, man. Hey. Willie Dynamite. He's got to be number one. Willie Dynamite. New from Universal. Rated R. Under 17. Not admitted without a parent. It's Dynamite. Now, baby, at your local theater. I love all that stuff. But Rabbit so, fur was the yeah. uh, trend then, which is so. Yeah. What was it? Flam fur. <laughs> what you say? That was what type of fur was it? Rabbit fur. Do you remember rabbit? rabbit? Fur. <laughs> yeah. So rabbit those, fur. Used to, used to have That's funny. Rabbit fur on coats. That's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we love all. Then there, there uh, well, another thing I was going to ask you about. There's these three films that I, I mean, I guess they're considered black exploitation, but I always thought they were like sort of. They were like not. I mean, they 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 kind of are, but they're like almost like half and half. Like they were across a ten across 110th Street, Detroit 9000, and Trick Baby. Now, mm-hmm. Trick Baby is one of one of my most favorites of like you know from the 70s. But I don't know if it's like is it is that considered black exploitation though? Because it's like well, yes. So it is only in the sense that they were promoted and marketed and um, presented alongside the other black exploitation films. But I okay. get what you're. These they weren't really quite yeah like, like like the main characters like you know anthony quinn is like kind of like the main character of across in Gaffet Kodo, but it's so it's like it's not like it's like shaft or something it's like kind of like yeah, half like and half story yeah yeah it's, it's like a- almost like a detective movie with like the black characters so i didn't and then detroit 9000 is sort of the same idea it's like alex rocco and you know and i forget the others and vanetta vanetta mcgee is in it but it's not like a straight up you know what i mean black exploitation so yeah. So I would say that it's, it's, about those that. are films that are embraced by uh, yeah. crime, crime film right. fans, but also fully embraced by the black station. Uh, and that, uh, also, I had to bring up Blackula because that's one of my most favorites, too. We, we did like a little interview on that, but that's, you know, as far as the horror genre goes, that's probably my number one. That is my number one favorite film of the black exploitation horror films. Because I just think William Marshall, like we, we always bring up Shakespearean, the Shakespearean quality of him. And I really think he elevated those movies so much because, you know, say if someone else had played that character, it, they might have played it just kind of hokey and kind of, you know what I mean? Not totally serious, but he, he he almost played it so serious. It's just like you did such a great job with it. And, and it really made those movies better than 
they might have been with you know someone else. I think, you know. I'm in agreement. That's the best yeah. effect yeah. of, of all of the Black Petition horror. Yeah. And yeah. I love them. Seriously, he did yeah. rewrite the script and change things. Oh, he rewrote the script. Okay, I didn't. Yeah, know. he wrote. Yeah. So in the original um, script of Blackula, yep. he was a kind of a bumbling black man who. Okay, so that's sort of what I was trying to and get at. He guy. said, "No, this needs to be a a, this a real person serious a level of Count Dracula. Right. He needs to be the king of a black African country." Right. That and that just makes idea. that made it so much better. I think. I mean, it, yeah. You watch it now. I mean, it holds up. I think really well. You know. I'm, I'm going to disagree with you there, Pete. You don't. Uh, it has many merits. Um, it is very homophobic. Oh, oh, yeah. That's right. The language is yeah. very um, from a time past that is displeasing and discomforting. Yeah. Yep. Fag right. is used yeah. again and again. Yeah. Gay people make fun of. Right. Right. Um, as yeah, I can't forget, I forgot about those. That pulls me out. It makes me happy yeah. about a film that I want to like. Right. And and what about uh, the the sequel? Is re- I do like the sequel. Do you like the sequel? Scream, Black Hill, Scream. Very much. Yeah, yeah very that's much. a good one. And that has Pam in it also. <laughs> we can't mm-hmm. forget. They had to, she was on contract. So yeah, she was really good. Hard. That was AIP, I think. AIP. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that's. They're both really good, and I love the. You know what I love in those movies is the um. You know, other than like you know the movies themselves is the the um. The credits opening credit sequences the animation i just love the or the you know the second one doesn't have a lot of animation it's more just like the you know like a one picture i think of blackless blackless face but the first one has that cool like kind of animation with the little it's like almost like a little ink blots like you know with the the little you remember right through, i don't know i just love that it just so it's yeah. different like if you watch some other movie like you'll never you don't see that really that type of like animation style i just love that i thought that was really cool undercovered um yeah element of the films is that they yeah. have great intros the foxy brown right. yeah yeah and the foxy brown is really good too is a oh, that, one. that so. cool animation when she's dancing and yes. I, I love that it just sets the tone like you're like oh this is going to be awesome when you, you see yeah. that it one. completely yeah. brings you in it's like i'm ready yeah. for this film now this is this is yeah this is great we also have to mention sid Haig, who shows up in both of those movies <laughs> he, he became sort of famous after all that all that, you know, the Rob Zombie movies and stuff. People didn't. Yeah, know. he was a Jack Hill favorite, director right. Jack Hill's favorite. And he was in then, Spider-Man in the 60s. Yeah. And he showed up in Jackie Brown, I guess, because, because you know, just to have like a little Jack Hill. Well, Jack Hill wasn't in it, but I think there was some references to the, to those movies, like in the in that movie. Like, you know, there are, the, like their names are on like the, uh, the um you know, the the apartment building, you know, the Jack Hill and Sid Haig or something of like course. that. Yeah. If you, Pete, if you and I were filmmakers, yeah. we would yeah. be doing that too. All those little references, yeah. Those are the that. details for those who are in the know. And it was funny, like to have, and then Sid Haig is playing the judge and Jackie Brown. I thought that was kind of a funny thing. He's the judge in the movie when he's he always plays like these like you know CD characters and stuff. <laughs> that was cool. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. And what's another good movie that we love? Truck Turner. That's another one that we love. Truck we Turner. Love Truck Turner and Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes. A couple of those films. Um, and somebody yeah. asked me, um, did he, yeah. did he want, did the studios want him to make the films? Yeah. And uh, no, they okay. didn't. They oh, wanted the soundtrack because he had already won an Oscar and a Grammy for the chef soundtrack. So he said, oh, well, I'll make a soundtrack for your new black exploitation film, but I have to be the star. <laughs> that was how he did it. Oh, I see. Yeah. That's, a, that's a cool so thing to do. <laughs> He's like, I want to be in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to be a star too. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. He, that was, he, he did some awesome soundtracks too. For yeah, three. and he's also yeah. he's also kind of, kind of fun in the film. He's yeah, he is good. He's good in that. Yeah, yeah, he's better than you think he's going to be. And he went on to be in Escape from New York. Remember, he plays the uh, I do. The, I the do. main baddie in there. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a good one. And then, you know what? You know what movie I never well, I saw some of it, but, you know, the one uh, the one that they did like years later, it was like the, a reunion movie. It was um, what was it called? Um, uh, original the Gangsters. Yeah, no. Original Gangsters. You know that one? Oh, yeah. I never I never really saw the whole thing. So I have to revisit that one just to like see what it was. You know, it was just sort of like I think it was Pam, Fred and, you know, uh, oh, yeah. Jim, Jim Brown. Brown and Yeah, all those yeah. guys. So I'll have to rewatch that. But. Not the greatest, but it is yeah. a little point. It was a little. It was a fun little kind of like reunion of the all those yeah. big characters. Um, we should talk about the films that we didn't like the most. Or That's a good one. That's a good idea. Yeah. So my clinker, and it's so bad that I do go back to it all the time. It's a film yep. called Guy from Harlem. Have you ever Guy seen? From, it? It's it, it was so low budget, right? It was just so like yes. cheaply made and like. Well, just I think I saw title. Yeah, I think the title yeah. of Guy from Harlem. What? Yeah. <laughs> the guy from so Harlem. It's just so basic really and fun one. It's so generic, like <laughs> the guy it's from Harlem. <laughs> and so is the film. It, it, yeah. It's, gonna see. Yeah. it's flat yeah. line readings. It's, yeah. it's really bland. Not corrected. <laughs> I love that one. But I want to hear about your favorite. I'm trying to think of like the one that, like, it would probably, like, I remember, well, I remember watching Blackenstein. And that's like it was one. just so like it was just that's a really dark one. The light. Yeah, it was. That's exactly what it was. It was so dark. I couldn't see Blackenstein coming at the people. You just like see like sort of like a <laughs> little bit of light off the top of the. It was just terrible. And like I remember like, you know, if people are if Blackenstein is walking like, you know, if it takes them like a half an hour to get like across the parking lot, why are people like getting attacked by the guy? Because he's like, you know, it's like, it's like a steam, it's watching yeah, a steam. Yeah. He can't walk yeah it's like watching a steamroller coming at you and just standing there and like going, ah, like, you know, just looking at it for an hour. It just makes no sense. So I didn't really care for that one. I mean, there's been a few of them that, that are like, then there's other ones that have, that have some good stuff in them, but I'm not like the biggest fan. Like, I think like Brotherhood of Death, that was the one about the Vietnam vets that like, you know, go. I don't know if they like dress up like the KKK or something like that, but it's it's it, you know, the movie itself was just sort of like eh, it just wasn't made that great. It was just I don't know. It's also very distasteful. Yeah, it was sort of distasteful. I don't know. But like, yeah. you know, there's there's been a few here and there. And then uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones. I mean, like even like Rudy Ray Moore, some of his are, you know, like I did like the human tornado, but then like. Maybe like Petey Wheatstraw. That one wasn't so great. But I, I you know what? I, Disco Godfather is pretty bad. I love Disco Godfather. Yeah, that's the one I, I like. That that one. Okay. That's a fun one. Yeah, that's a good one. Attack the Whack or Whack the Attack. Remember that? <laughs> the yeah. little thing. With, I think it was Captain I thought that was funny. Whack the uh... Attack. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so many. There's, you know, most of the ones I've seen, I really like a lot. So, which is good. Okay, we have to talk about one of the controversial yeah. things. Yeah. That I always talk about is the yeah. use of the N word. Yeah, right. But not, not only in the films, to, we know that that's how people talk behind closed yeah, doors. Yeah. But in the title of the films, in in what of the films? The films have the N word in the title. Oh yeah, boss N word. Yeah, the I don't even want to say it. Yeah, Charlie. But I, see, when I watched, you know? but at, but then I watched a, an interview with Fred Williamson. He like he totally did it on purpose because he just wanted to you know make a like a splash. You know what I mean? With the next, so it's like. But like when I watched that movie, Boss N, like, you know, I just didn't you know it, it. It's just part. It's almost like when you watch Django Unchained, it's just part of the thing and you know what it is. And we all know yeah. it's a bad word. But like, I'm not watching it because of that. I'm watching it because I love, you know, the, the Western adventure movie. You know what I mean? Type thing. So it's not. Agreed. 
You know what I mean? I think one of the things that I see a lot, Pete, when I speak yeah. to students and stuff, is that they yeah. are just appalled because times have changed so much in 50 years. When they see those, that word or something, I don't know. Yeah, they don't want to yeah. hear it. They don't want yeah, to hear, hear it. Or... They don't want to hear me saying it. And... But at the same time, don't you think it's it's almost like a thing where we're like we're taught to like, you know, like you just want to block everything out, block everything that's bad out. And I think that's not good for us to do. That's sort of where why we have a lot of problems in America, because everybody's just like, OK, let's just ignore that. Let's block it out. Let's make pretend it didn't happen. We really should shed, shed light on everything just so we can all, you know what I mean? Just so we can all see it, put in the, put the light on the wound, let everybody see it. It's going to be tough. It's going to hurt. But we should all do that just because I think it's a healthy thing to do. It's healthier in the long run, I think. You know, that's just what I think. But I have opinions about. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think it's a it's amazing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I will say this: it's amazing. Not just they would title that. That imagine yeah. like, movies go out to three thousand theaters across just our country right now. If they did that, that would be pretty that messed up. On the theater marquees as you drove by to the supermarket. Right. Yeah, I mean, it would just be Part like, what was? I mean, what was it like back then? Like, did you you you, you were probably too young to yeah, see so that? Okay, yeah, I, I, and here we go. And this is why life is so complicated. Okay, being a black person, yeah, right? We thought it was cool. You thought, thought seeing the boss and was cool. Yeah, because it was our language. You know, uh, that's how people speak behind closed doors again. But right. we were like, "Wow, they're really going there." It, it, so it was almost like a. I, I have changed my mind. Just so on record, I've changed my mind about the usefulness of, of that. But I certainly yeah. get it as a marketing tool. I certainly right. get it as a product of the times in which the films were made. And, and also, the- I yeah. should say, I think another th- thing about it was Fred Williamson was kind of taking back the power. OK, you're going to call us in. I'm going to put it right on the thing and I'm going to make mil- millions of dollars off that for, for myself. So that's the idea. You know what but, I mean? That type of thing. So, so there's that aspect, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you, we can all understand that, too. That's like the same thing what we were talking oh, about yeah. earlier with the, you know, you know, you're, you're trying to fight 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 the way out and you're trying to you know make the best best life you can and you're using all your tools to do that and that's basically what he did so yeah and so there it's amazing yeah. though because some of them are apparently yeah. okay so yeah. this one wasn't the small little startups yeah like that paramount that's like a major a major that's studio, a major studio yeah. saying okay yeah. if yeah. you are comfortable with this we are right and then there was the legend of n charlie and then yeah and then um, what was the other one? The, um, there's a few more. There's Boss and yeah, yeah. There's N Lover. Yeah. And, and uh, I can't remember. Just like, oh, did they really say there was one called Run and Run? Right. Yeah, that's right. Right. And then there was like Super Spook or something like that. You know, like that's sort of yeah, like another racial word. But spooky. Yeah. yeah. Just all these different things. But yeah, I mean, I mean, you can see like they were kind of like playing, you know, they were just using the words to get some attention, basically. You know what I'm saying? That type of thing. And so, here we go. Yeah. exploitation is take on exploitation. It's right. just exploiting, exploiting, right. you know, getting a market for yourself, getting people to right. look. Well, that's how we do it. I mean, um, I'm not so sure that it's uh, there's good in it, but I will say yeah. that it happened because yeah. the black people embraced it and said, yes, you can do that. Right. But right. people aren't going to name a film with the N word in it unless it right. was mentioned by african-americans yeah that's it's an interesting we let it go and and we said right right it's just interesting like you know the you know i can just completely understand that too so but you know it's just it's just one of those things like you don't know how to feel about it type thing you know what i mean like you see the thing like am i supposed to be like rooting for this or you know 
and you don't want to say it, of course. You know, and then, it doesn't bother me. So yeah, as a white person, I'm not going to be like saying, oh, yeah, did you see boss? And you know, like, you know, it's just, yes, you know what I'm saying? So oh, you can also twist it around, Pete, if we want to yeah. go. Through. You know, yeah. would there be a movie called J Lover? For yeah. Other cultures? I mean, I, I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, yeah, it's just weird. I don't know. Then there, remember Honky? There was that movie Honky. I don't think I, I didn't see that one though. <laughs> oh, Pete, you gotta see that. It's so good. That's a good like one. Two, yeah, it's like the two. Yeah, the, I remember. It's it, it's yeah. like an interracial love story. It's an interracial love story, yeah. but it's not the white boy that's corrupting. It's the black girl. <laughs> oh man, I gotta see that one. So it's very modern. <laughs> that sounds very good. Modern. Yeah, that sounds good. I'd like to see that one. I have to find a copy. I mean, you know, I think a lot of this stuff is on, you know, on these days it's online, luckily. So you can, you know, search yeah, it out. Wonderful. Yeah. You have a library online. Streaming, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Now, if you had, if you, if, or do you have like any Blu-ray picks like that you'd tell people to like pick up or anything or? As far as the any film special? Goes, I would just go yeah. with the classics. Yeah. Um, ones that we talk about, Coffee, Foxy Brown, Superfly as right. introductions. Truck and Turner. Yeah. Just, yeah, of course. It's all different. I mean, there's a lot of, a of horror film. Yeah. One of the horror yeah. films. Uh, yeah. Dr. Black, Mr. Hyde is a lot of fun. Yeah. No, you know what? You know what movie needs a good. I don't th- think they've released it on Blu ray, have they? Or is it Ab- uh, no, sure. Abby? Is Abby on? I'm not so sure about the Blu ray releases. Yeah. DVD Man, I'm, I'm not so sure. Yeah, I think that. there's like a. But I've only seen Abby like in a really terrible quality, you know transfer it's like always like really like fuzzy it's just terrible <laughs> yeah, they don't have a good print of that one it's i true. wish they would get like a really awesome print of that movie because what would do you think of abby pete what do you think yeah. of the black exorcist abby yeah i mean i you know it, i really do like that movie but i haven't seen it like that many times compared to black I, I watch blackula like all the like every year but there are more but Abby, I haven't seen as much, but I did like it. I thought Carol Speed was good in it. I don't know about some. Now, I don't know about some of the like the makeup stuff in it. That was kind of weird. But like, I, but I, I'd like to see like a real good print of it just so I could see like, you know, if it holds up good or if it looks really what good. they meant. Yeah. 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 I but I mean, the it's like, you know, scene in that. it's just like a rip off of The Exorcist. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Scene for yeah. scene. Yeah. Rip off. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, you know, one of those things. But. I don't know. But I mean, as far as the, the horror, the horror ones, Blackula is definitely my favorite. I just, you know, I, I just love that one. I just. And you've seen William uh, Dr. Black and Mr. Yeah. Hyde? Yes or no? You've I've seen seen, that I saw it once. I didn't see, you know, I, like I didn't I don't know enough about it to like really to rate it because I just Got it. seen it once. So I, I don't remember loving it. I think I liked it, but I didn't love it as much as Blackula, but. A lot of people talk about Ganja and Hess. Have you seen I, that? Yeah, I do. I have seen that one. And that's almost like that's almost like another movie where it's like an art film. More, more so than a, you know what I mean? Like then like, a, you know, it's not like Blackula. It's like it's almost like a art house version of the vampire story. It's not like real. It's they're not like vampire vampires. It's almost like a story of like, you know, vampires, um, like a metaphor for vampirism or something. You know what I mean? Like that, that type of thing. Yeah, that one was critically praised and it won the Cannes Film Festival Award, but it's it's way too um, intellectual. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It doesn't have entertainment as its main. It's very much art, like a very art, artsy film. Like. You know. Yeah. But I but they did try to they did try to market it as um a, like a real black exploitation film. I guess mm-hmm. they like cut it and stuff and they shortened it and stuff, but it didn't. I probably didn't work very well. It was called, was it called that Blood Obsession or? Uh, yeah, they had a couple of different posters for yeah, that one. To, I agree with you. It's one yeah. that love, but it's, you yeah. know, it's entertaining. It, yeah, it's just not like, you know, the usual, it's not like the usual type of black, like vampire film. If you watch it, you'll be like, oh, this is more like, you know, art house, you know, kind of surreal, weird. And I mean, that type, that type of thing. 
Yeah. But, but I did like it, though. I did like it. I liked it for its own qualities, not because it was, I, I liked that it kind of like was doing its own thing and it was trying to break up, you know, break away and of, out of the, you know, the black exploitation genre stuff. It was kind of going its own way, but then it was a good thing to see. Uh, was it Dwayne Jones and um, yes. Arlene Clark? Dwayne Jones, people will know from Night of the Living Dead. And uh, yes, Arlene Clark from, um, she's yeah. in that Secret Woman film that I love. She's in tons of stuff, yeah. She was yeah. in the Cobra Woman. She was in Enter the That's the one. He plays yeah. like John Saxon's little uh, secretary in Enter the Dragon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. she, she was really good. I liked her. Yeah. She's also lovely to look at. What a wonderful. Yeah, very, very beautiful girl. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, Vanetta, Vanetta McGee was another one. She was. Oh, you know what movie I wanted to bring up was uh, Thomasine and Bushrod. Did you ever see that one? Of course. Of I course. love that one. That's one of my favorites. And that's sort of like a Bonnie and Clyde in the West type story. Exactly. And also with Max Julian, another our, one of our favorites. It's really great because that's one of the, I think, being yeah. someone who grew up in the suburbs, like we hadn't really yeah. seen black people in the West. Yeah. I mean, that's, that must have been, oh. too. we, we yeah. were wearing those hats and, and riding those shorts. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, was just a cool a story. Yeah, it was. It was sort of like, you know, they're, they're sort of like Bonnie and Clyde, I guess. I, I can't remember. Like, mm -hmm. their, that, was their idea. Yeah. that was really, and like you'd see, and who, and wasn't, um, oh yeah, we forgot about JD's Revenge. That's another good little horror, like kind of a horror movie. With it's the possessed, the, uh, it's not yeah. one of my favorites, but Clint, Clint Terman, yeah, is insanely yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, he, he's really good at going kind of crazy in that movie, <laughs> playing mm -hmm. the, possessed by a pimp, a killer pimp, or something. <laughs> Have you seen Top of the Heat, Pete? I don't think I've seen Top of the Heat, but I remember. Didn't you write a review of that on the site? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, um, that's what was out? What was the Top of the Heat? What was so that one about? Directed, yeah. produced, starring. Um, James St. Jocks or one of those people. Yeah, I think that's right. And what was that? What was like the, st the story about? The story is, is, is one of the very few of him having a fantasy life and we yep. get to see go to the moon. And Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I remember seeing little clips of it, but yeah. It's really, um, it's arty, but it's entertainment. Right. And the, did you like uh, Super Dude? I can't remember if you liked that one a lot or not. Super love Dude. It. Totally love it. Yeah. What about I, you? I, I watched it, but I, I mean, I liked it, but I didn't like Love it. I, I don't maybe I didn't see I, I should watch it again, but I love the poster for it, though. <laughs> That's, That's an awesome poster. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Trouble Man. Trouble Man. Yeah, I rewatched that. I, I had watched it once and I didn't really remember much from it. Then I rewatched it again, like probably like a year ago. And I really liked it. I thought it was excellent. I love the soundtrack, too. Yeah, yeah, that was excellent. It's really good. Sometimes all the time. Because you'll, you'll, sometimes I'll have this thing like where I'll watch movies and like I'll misremember like what I like saw in them. Like if it, I don't even I got mixed up, like if it's the, the same movie or not. But I remember like I watched Trouble Man. I was like, ah, that wasn't so great. Then I rewatched and I was like, what did I miss? And this, this is awesome. I just loved it the second time I watched it. I must have missed it or fell asleep or something the first time. But I, I watched it again and I really liked it a lot. And of we course, we talked about the black exploitation yeah. comedies, which is yeah, the box, like uh, like Uptown Saturday Night and like. Monkey Hustle and all those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cotton I haven't comes seen... to Harlem. Cotton Comes to Harlem. Yeah. Cotton third. Comes to Harlem. Yeah. I haven't. No, I, I haven't watched those as much as like the other ones. I've like, you know, I've probably watched them once or twice, but I mean, I'm not as I'm not as well versed in those ones as, as the other. What about Amazing Grace? Have you seen yeah. that? I, I, haven't, I don't think that this Mom's Mabley. I haven't seen that yes. one. I've seen, like, That's the... an insane one. A really good. Yeah. I should watch that one. I haven't like I've seen all the posters, of course, and probably like the trailers, but I haven't watched all the movies yet. So mm -hmm. I remember like, you know, the Bill Cosby and Sidney Poitier films like, you know, those were popular. 
up to yeah, night was in, in there. Yeah. Yeah. Those were good. But uh, it's been like years since I've watched those. But um, I'm trying to think of this. Any other little things that we've missed that like we should. So we haven't talked about the black uh, exploitation karate films like Jim uh, uh, Black Belt Jones. That's one of my favorites. It's but then there really was also, good. did you ever see, uh, um, did you ever see Hot Potato? I love Hot Potato. That is such a weird, it's such a weird movie though. Because it's not like, it's a, like a, uh, yeah. it's so offbeat and straight. It's like a little weird comedy like, because you're, because I guess they'd put that on double bills with Enter the Dragon. But like, if you watch both of them back to back, you're going to like, you're going to say, what the hell is Hot Potato doing with <laughs> Enter the Dragon? It just doesn't make sense. Like, it's just yeah, like weird. Yeah, the like, kooky characters. Yeah, it's, it's very weird. Not not deep or, or and i didn't yeah. understand if is jim kelly playing black belt jones or is it just another guy another character <laughs> of course he is he's always playing black belt jones yeah but it's uh, it's just weird <laughs> i didn't get it and then like and then, uh, and then like uh, what's his face is in it george mamoli is that yeah something like you know he plays the white rhino or something like that he's just like eating oh, got it. stuff yeah he's, yeah, he's tearing up scenes yeah it's just we, it was just a weird freaking movie but it's like i just you know but i it's just weird to watch those types of things you know it's like where the hell like what was the guy smoking when he wrote the script to this film <laughs> i think it was you oscar know, um, with those films and particular hot potato um yeah. um jim brown just yeah. to um, jim kelly sorry yeah jim just wanted Five scenes that he could choreograph fight seating, uh, fight scenes. So it's like it didn't even matter. Yeah. Like, so he said, you write whatever you write. I'm, con- <laughs> I'm going to do him. the film for these that five. And he, he was in a bunch of like, yeah. Yeah, he was into the karate thing. And he said, he I was want in the blacks. He did Black Samurai. He did like some yeah. of those movies. Some, a few of them I haven't seen yet, like Death Dimension. I don't think I've seen that one. You should say I, that I there's only really five. And he's yeah. one of the two black real stars. Yeah, he was really good. You just see them for reference. And I forgot about Three the Hard Way. That's a good one, too. I just That's a good one. Maybe you got the, the three of them in there. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Brown, Fred Williamson, and Jim Kelly, yeah. And he, I thought it was funny that his name is Mr. in the movie. It's not like Mr. something keys. It's Mr. <laughs> is like the actual name. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I love the soundtrack of that one, too. With the, Is it the the Impressions, I think? I think so. I want to say it is, but I, I'm... Impressions, I think, same, same yeah. main thing. Yeah, but that was a really good one they, where they team up and they, you know, they, they fight against some guy that's trying to poison the water like th- that just kills black people. It's just yeah, poison. that was really Genocide. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, synopsis. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but, I, you know, there's so many of these movies that we love. So and we love what about the exploitation musicals, the ones that are centered on either show business stories or music. I'm trying to think uh, it be like, like Dark Town Strutters or something. Yeah. Dark Town yeah. Strutters, maybe. That was that was a really weird movie, too. But it was That's fun though. Vegas. With all the the weird, like the girls are driving around on the on those trike trike bikes, you know, like, in those LaBelle costumes. They have yeah. All those, yeah, those weird. Yeah, those. Is that what it was, LaBelle? Yeah, <laughs> it looks like LaBelle. Yeah, yeah. they're like feathers and stuff. Yeah, and they had all these weird, like it was almost like a cartoon, like watching a cartoon, live action cartoon. It's cartoony, yeah. yeah, very cartoon. But whatever uh, that group is singing behind from behind jail bars. Yeah. What what's a black exploit? Like what musicals are you? Like which type ones you are you referencing? No, I don't think they do that well. But Sparkle is yeah. the one everybody references because it was remade, you know, with Whitney Houston, right? Oh yeah, Spar- I, yeah. I haven't seen that one. Spar- I've heard of it. That's your business story, the Supreme Story retold. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. that's a good. That's a I'll real have to watch that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, what's another one? That, um, I well, the Big Bomb, which I uh, was the Wiz. Oh yeah, the Wiz. Yeah, that was a pretty. That was Sidney Lumet directed that, right? Yes. 
a dark film with an with somebody too old to play a teenage girl. <laughs> yeah. Really bad um, decision making. And ease on down the road. And he has got the great Michael Jackson in a film role, but he's even weak in that. So who who was it? Michael Jackson, Diana Ross, and was Richard Pryor? And, uh, uh, Nipsey Russell and oh, Richard Nipsey. Yeah. All of the black talent of the day. That was good. And therefore, a good cause, right? We love The Wiz, but we don't love The Wiz the movie. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> God, that's funny. But I mean, you know, it, it, these, all these movies are just, it's just great to have them like to go back to. That's, you know what I mean? It's just, they're, they really are part of such an important part of history of the cinema. They really history. are. And that's oh, really what it is about, Pete. It's about just not the films and them being right. low budget, being exploitation right. films. It's black history. It's American it really history. African American history. And we're seeing. And another aspect, the stars of our own productions the first time. And another thing I was thinking was like, you know, for, for even, even both of us just coming from like, sort of like, not from like certain areas where you would see the suburbs, these, on the plain suburbs. Yeah. So, so experiencing different culture, that was another aspect of why I like these movies too, because I was like, Oh, wow. What is this about? And it just, I just, it was like seeing a new, you know, a new, uh, you know, part of the country or, you know, part of like, you know, of just American culture that you never experienced before. And that was like, an, just, it just piqued your interest. You know what I mean? You wanted Agreed. to find out the about it. Crime culture, crime culture. Yeah. I crime mean, culture or, culture, yeah. you know, but I mean, you know, you, you, but once you got past all that stuff, like the, you know, the genre stuff and like you saw the people like, you know, just these people trying to deal with their situations, then you, you, you're, you're, you're connecting on like a human level. It's not like, yeah. it doesn't have to do with black or white or Asian. Yeah, it's very much like you're you struggling know, with substance abuse, but they're just like they it just could be. Yeah, it, be it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter what color you are. If you just understand certain things like that. So the human condition, yeah. right? The human condition. So it was just very much that for me. Peaks and valleys of the genre. Right. We covered right. the in the musicals, the karate films. Yeah, uh, we did the, the horror. Film? Film. Yeah. What about the Black Petition family films? The Black what films? The Black Side. Five on the Black Hand Side. Five on the Black Hand Side. Oh, yeah. Then there was um, also Cornbread Earl and Me. Yes. I saw that one. And then like Young Blood, I think, was another one. Yeah. Young Blood is a good yeah. one. Yep. Mm -hmm. And um, how, how did it hold up to you, the family films? I did like, yeah, I did like some of them. I, I probably didn't like, oh, oh, yeah, we also have mentioned Cooley High. That was a good one. Like, you know, kind of like the teenage you know, the I think it took place in the '60s or something like. You mm -hmm. know, it's a black American graffiti. It yeah. was. It was a good. Yeah, this is a good way to describe it. I, I like that one a lot. But uh, there was a uh, what was the other one? A hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. I think it was called. Uh -huh. You got the title right. Yeah. Yeah, but I did like all those. But of course, I probably didn't. I probably still gravitate towards like you know the the wilder you know, crime films and stuff like, you know, like, like I'll rewatch Willie Dynamite, like, you know, every <laughs> six months or something. Cause I just love that. I just love the character and the whole, you know, that whole world of, you know, the, the pimps and stuff. And just, I don't know. I just, it just, I just didn't really enjoy it. It's like, com all these movies are like comfort movies for me, for some reason. I don't know. I just, it, they just make me feel good for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> well, that particular well, one, yeah. that's also yeah. a costume drama. Yeah, you know, very much. Costumes. They're not yeah. wearing clothes. He's always wearing like all these crazy, flamboyant costumes and stuff and mm -hmm. and, I, and and diana sands was in it I, who i thought was really good she was i don't you probably saw a raisin in the sun i thought she was really good in that one. Oh, she's really that's good a, no that's excellent she's so good sometimes you think yeah. she's good yeah. for this movie you know there's another there's some movies that of hers that i wanted to see i think it was called like georgia georgia or something like that but Got it. You know, there, was, there was a few of them I, I i still want to catch up and see but you, i don't know if you've seen those but yeah so georgia just yeah. and it's a drama and, and yeah. 
interesting because that's her last film. She passed yeah. away once before, after the filming, before the film yeah. comes out. Oh, yeah. She sees that one. But that's a good one, uh, Georgia yeah. Joy. Yeah, I got to see that one. And then, you know, there's all those like little, those little lower budget ones that I haven't seen as, as much. Like the guy from Harlem. I don't even know if I've, I don't think I've seen that one. I, I think I saw well, a part of it. Trailer on YouTube after. I saw a little bit of it. But yeah, but it's just like, you know, because like I'll read like your reviews of them, of like certain movies. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like rush to see that one. But yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? and again, we're saying something yeah. behind closed doors. A yeah. lot of them aren't that great. Yeah. There's yeah. 200. They can't all be good. Right. Because of the bits mostly. That's but just. Them are so just explore, explore. That's, that's what you're gonna do. It's just like you know, you start out with, like you know, whenever I'm exploring genres, like I always start out with like the very most popular films. Then, like, mm-hmm. then after a while, you'll kind of like you know, find the little ones that you haven't you know, that aren't as popular, and you'll look at those and that type of thing. But you know, we gave a good yeah, overview, yeah, we gave a good overview of like you know, the I think the, the basics of what to start with and you know, the ones we like, so that's a good starting point. I think so. And then also yeah. everyone listening should know that, you know, these were many of the films were directed by black people right. for the first time. Gordon the Parks and directors uh, in the early 70s, yep. you know, so Gordon it's Parks a, Jr. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Superfly is by I can't remember. Gordon name. Parks Jr. Yep. Yeah, that's Gordon Parks Jr. Right. Uh, Gordon yeah. Parks. Oscar Williams, I think, directed Black Belt Jones. Michael Schultz does six or seven of them. Yeah, and um, I'm trying to think who who directed the Mac. Uh, um, what was his name? Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on that one. But uh, yeah, but I mean, some you know, most of a good amount of them were directed by black directors. But then you know, some of like Jack Hill, like he directed like some of the most popular ones, Coffee and Fox yes. Brown, and you know, we love those. Yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah. Such a nice, humble guy. Yeah. yeah. And and I love his other movies like Switchblade Sisters. You probably. Yeah, of course. Of yeah, course. That's awesome. 75. Yeah. Yeah. We love those. I think we covered all. We talked about yeah. all of the genres. Yeah. We talked about the black participation behind the scene. Yep. Um, coffee, as uh, people may know, was the very first film in America made that used a black female stunt double. We also forgot about we forgot about Cleopatra Jones. Well, we did talk about Casino of Gold, but yeah, that was yeah. another great. That's not my favorite. I understand that you yeah. love. Cleo. Tell yeah. me about yeah. what you like about it. Uh, the the which one the Cleopatra Jones and the Casino of Gold? That or, was the first yeah, one. The well, first I do one. like. I just like. I I like Tamara Dobson's you know performance. Like you know, as like she's like another tough tough girl in that movie. Like you know, I think she's like a spy or a, you know like a like a, a, a special so agent. Yeah. yeah, like a special agent type character, and, and I just you know it. I I don't know if I like the second one more. I, I think the second one is probably even more action packed than the first one. The the first one is a little bit kind of like with Shelley Winters as mommy. She's sort of you know that's a, that stuff is a little bit over the top and a little bit kind of you know comes up. <laughs> Shelley Winters, we love Shelley Winters. Yeah, I mean she I I do like Shelley Winters a lot, but she was she was just so like she was just like really like playing it big on that. Tearing up the scenes, tearing yeah. up the scenes. She was tearing up the scenes. If you watch that movie, she's like, oh my, you're like. You're like you're sitting at home watching you going, Shelly, take it down a notch, please. Jesus. <laughs> that type of thing. But when you hire Shelly, that's what you <laughs> yeah. get. But she, she but she was winner, by the way. She yeah, she was great. Like I love her in um uh, the, the Poseidon Adventure. You've probably seen that one. Yes. Yeah, I love that of one. <laughs> As Belle Rosen. <laughs> you even know the name. Yeah, she's yeah. so yeah. I've watched that one so many times. She's a real person, you know, that's yeah. what she brings. That's a, yeah, that's she a was real good. person in the world. She was really good. She had a good sense of humor and stuff about mm-hmm. those movies. 
aware of her weight, you know, and she's yeah. you know, part, written to the part. Yeah. And it's funny how in, well, it's not funny, but in all those early movies that she did, like she'd always die, like in the water, like, like if you watch, <laughs> if you ever watch like uh, yeah, night of the, the hunter, sun. night of the yeah. hunter, they throw her in the water. And then if you watch uh, a place in the sun, right in the water again, it's the like she always dies in the water, then Poseidon adventure in the water. Here's your water <laughs> I don't know scene. What the hell was going on? Yeah. But uh, oh. yeah, she was good. Oh, I, I did. We did. We had to uh, bring up uh, Maya Cade's Black Film Archive, which is that. Did you go through that yet? That that, that website, the Black Film uh, Archive. Yes, of course I have. Yes, yeah, I, have. I mean that's that's. Mm-hmm. I, I, we got to mention that just because people should, you know, if they they want to go to our site, Grindhouse Database, and like look through all those reviews. But I mean that that site's really like that'll cover a lot more probably than what we have on our site with all the different this particular genre, all the different yeah. errors and stuff. Yeah, I gotta go through that myself. There are many websites. So what's wonderful about the internet? You have the library in your hand. Right. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I gotta go through that site myself and look through it more because there's probably a lot of there's a lot of movies that I want to check out. This is this is off topic, but I just watched um, Melvin Van Peebles' uh, Story of a Three Day Pass. Did you ever see that one? I have. And I I I really like that one because it's almost like. We were talking about how Sweetback is sort of like I, I reference Fellini. Well, if you watch Three Day Pass, it's sort of like a Godard movie. If you watch that one, you know what I mean. I just li- really liked how he did that. It was just really good. And the story is an interracial love story. Yeah, interracial love story. And that Got was it. a good one too. Got it. I really liked that one. Yeah, that one's always praised. It's, it's not so much black exploitation, right? Because it's no, that wasn't black. Yeah, I don't. That was a really good drama. That's more, it's like if you watch like a if you watch like a John Luke Godard like Breathless, and then you watch the story of a three day pass. You're like, oh, this is cool. This is like he's doing like his version of like the you know the Godard movie. It's it's just kind of yes. black and white. Yeah. It's very like lots of cool cutting, editing, and stuff. Yeah, that's another one I'd recommend. Who's the, who's the young man in that one? I can't. Re- oh, I can't remember. It's like. Uh, something ba- Baird, <laughs> Harry Baird or something like that. I can't remember the, the the guy's name, but he was good in it. I liked him. And I don't remember seeing him in any other movies, really. That Got guy. it. I think I remember seeing him again. I think, oh, that's yeah. the guy yeah. from that movie. Yeah, I, maybe he showed up in some other movies, but like I just didn't recognize him or something. But mm-hmm. have to look I didn't, he had like a cool, like he, he didn't like, he, he just sounded differently. Like he just, he just had like his own unique like personality. I just liked that character, that guy. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, that was good. And I don't remember the name of the girl in the, the movie, though. Yeah. That's an under, uh, talk about one. That's a good one. So we have a three-day pass. And I, I think uh, Criterion just released um, Melvin Van Peebles, his early movies. So that's that's one of the ones in there. And then there's like um, The Learning, I think The Learning Tree is in there, and uh, mm-hmm. Sweet Back, really? and, um, and Watermelon Man. That's another really good one. Watermelon Man. We haven't talked about the exploitation, quote unquote, homage films. Oh yeah, like maybe like Jack oh, Brown or, or I'm gonna um, get you, Saka. I'm gonna get you, Saka. Yeah, that's probably like the. I, I think I probably saw that. Name. Yeah, I, what do you think? I, I did. What was the one you just said? I didn't hear you. Dolomite is my name. Oh yeah, Dolomite is my name. That was good. I like that one. That was pretty. That was a cool like kind of re, re you know little biopic of Rudy Ray Moore. I, I like that one. That was cool. And Eddie Murphy, like, and all. I th- yeah, I thought that was fun. Yeah, that was good. And um, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna get you. Sucka was probably the first film I saw that, like, you know, that sort of like reference. I don't even think when I saw that one, I knew exactly what black exploitation was. I think I just like watched. I was like, this guy's kind of playing like a, you know, like a. I, I didn't really know like the references at that that time that was, <laughs> when I was a teenager, like you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I did like it though. I thought it was a fun. It was a funny little movie. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get you, Sucka, with Keenan Ivory Wayans and. 
Yes. Yeah, that was a good one. But what's what's another like what's another homage movie like you could talk about? Like, would it be like Pootie Tang or something? I don't know. Yeah, Pootie Tang. Um, well, we, we could talk about the Black Clansman. Spike, is that yeah, Spike the Black Clansman. Yeah, I guess yeah. that was too. And there was, did you, you, you probably know, there was a Black Clansman from like 1968 or something like that. Yes. And Max Julian was in that one. It was like, I, was it the same type of story? Like a, the black guy, he looks, he's like half black, half white, and he like goes undercover or something. I can't remember the, the story. Of I the, don't remember the story. Something the like that. Last one, yeah. But um, yeah. we certainly remember the second, uh, second one. Which yeah. Spike Lee. That was a very good movie. I like that one. Very, very yeah, that was very good. yeah, that was definitely a better movie, but yeah, I really like that. So one. much of this beat is about having to make a good movie. Right. If you don't have, if you know, the most black exploitation films were made for five hundred thousand. Right. So if someone messes up their lines, there's no more money right. to take another. <laughs> someone messes up their line, and I yeah. also thought, I, I thought it was interesting, like how you know the the producers of um, Willie Dynamite, those were the guys that went on to do Jaws. So they they like did like Willie Dynamite, and like you know, <laughs> they just thought it was going to be you know. And, but I mean, the production value is so good in that movie. You watch it, and it's like everybody's dressed really great, and like you know. Yeah. The, the camera work is great, and you know what I mean. But then it it's just shows you, like you know, yeah. you were trying to like so talk about people like Jonathan Kaplan, who does truck yeah, Turner, yeah, truck Turner, right? Yeah, Silence yeah. of the Lambs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Or I think it's the accused. Well, that was Jonathan. That was Jonathan Demi. You mean? But yeah, he, um, he did, I'm like, accused. Yeah. I'm sorry, but Jody Jody Foster. Right, and uh, yeah, those, those guys were you know they they all pretty much. All those guys started out in, in exploitation, and they kept working. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, moved on. Right getting better and you know they, they they you can see like how like you know they, they all started out like you know like, kind of like learning the craft as exploitation directors yeah. and then like as they went on they started getting better and better you know working for like the bigger studios and stuff what about you know, Shama just, and his penitentiary series oh, I lo- yeah i forgot about that yeah, i love those movies those and like uh what's uh, mma was another good one yes yeah, is a really good one nobody talks really good about. black yeah. sisters revenge Retitled, yeah. Welcome home, brother Charles. I think was the other one. Yeah, again, his films a little arty too, more arty. Yeah. And it's sort of coming from like a, if they're almost like sort of like um, you know, they're they're coming from like the the West Coast like side. Yes, there is a West Coast feel, and I don't know yeah. why it should be, but there is. They have that sort of like different flavor than like the you know those the the East Coast you know action you know crime movies and stuff, which was really cool. I like those. Yeah, I, I like yeah, he was. He was so great to talk to because he was just so appreciative. Yeah, you, did a, you did that interview with him. And yeah, remember, he was just first. like the inroads that he he, yeah. he did. He was just so like, I can't believe I made these films and then that you want to talk about them and that you love them. Yeah, we love them. Yeah, we that's, and I remember the first time I saw those, they were in they were in a box that I bought. It was from Xenon. I think it was with like the, the same place that released the Dolomite movies, but it was, they were all his movies were on there, like on in DVDs. And I was like, oh, wow, those yeah. are great. Yeah. I love those. I remember that. Yeah. Those ones. Yeah. Those were, were really good. So I, uh, that's like when I first started, like really getting into these, I was like kind of trying to watch all different kinds. Like, so I'd watch some of those then I'd watch like, you know, some, you know, the, some of the, um, you know, the, just the, the East coast ones, the West coast ones and, you know, just all that stuff. But now, Pete, I, are you I really like somebody who will turn off a film if it's boring or will you endure and see it to the end? So that I you... don't think I don't think I've ever really watched a black exploitation film and turned them off. But like I'll watch like a new movie and like that's coming out right now and turn it off because it's just really boring. Like, you know, right. I was watching one the other night and I was just like, I, I can't sit through this whole thing. This is just stupid. But like mm-hmm. most black exploitation films, I don't think I've ever really like just shut them off because I, I think I, I've liked almost all of them. So which is, you know what I mean? It's funny. 
Well, there's something in them, and it's not. Yeah, just, it's just you know, I'm just I'm just into the story, I'm into right. the characters or something. Even if it's even the if filmmaking, it's, or like how they're doing it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, even if the filmmaking isn't so great, if I'm into the characters, which I usually am in those movies, like if like I watched the Black Godfather, that's probably one of the lower the lower quality ones. But even that one, I liked, I think. And then the, the Black by the door, we haven't mentioned that. This, yeah, I, I I haven't seen that one enough. I think I saw it once, and I just it, it was like a bad print, and I just couldn't like I didn't really know what was going on. But then there's the Black Gestapo, and that's a pretty that's a really low budget one. Yes, I, really, I thought that was a really good one. I was just really into that story. I just I loved that you know those the characters that you know the fighting against each other and stuff. And the, that's uh, a good one. Um, I think I misspoke before. Uh, the Black Gestapo is a film with yeah. all of the Nazi imagery in it. Yeah, and right. I, it's sort of like the fascist in thing. Yeah. In New yeah. York, they have that poster up, and I talked yeah. about. That. I'm not so cool with it. Not so cool yeah. with thing with anything about that. The but, fascist aspect, like the the military yeah. thing. We get it, but I, um, that's, a, I believe it's the only one that uses actual uh, footage. Of the, like, the Nazis and stuff? So, yeah, um, it's just, yeah, it's in, it wrong, that's that. in the wrong film, boo. I don't, yeah. That's the wrong film here. Yeah, it, it has that quality where it's a little bit sort of like distasteful, but I think this, you know, sort of like the story of like the, the, the good guy fighting like the bad guy, it's just sort of like that part is good to me. Like, you know, the, the fascist guy basically what he's doing he's just like you know he's using like the you know the the power to like just do just to live like you know to be live like caligula or something you know what i mean he's not like he's not doing it for any real reason he's just doing it just to like you know have power the other and the other guy is like trying to be like a real you know true true blue type you know you know militant person that's like doing you know trying to help the neighborhood and stuff it's just one of those yes. things. It's like, you know, those two sides. But I agree with you. Like you said, it is a really good under talk yeah. about film. But, you know, here we go. There are things in right. good films right. that are discomforting. You right. Know? That's it's a good not, thing. Yeah. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe. I think, yeah, it's, I mean, a lot of times you like to watch movies and you'll find like those things that like are like kind of uncomfortable and stuff. But then, you know, you look at the bigger picture and it's really about like, you know, what the whole, the whole thing as a whole. It's not just that. It's like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the like the boss. And you have seen uh, you have seen uh, sweet sweet that's bad that song right yeah, right yep I'm pulled out of that film by the film uh, by the scene with the child and the adult woman nude. See, I don't. Re- that's at the very beginning, right? So it's like the, um, it's, it's a, yes, it's at the very it's beginning. Like it's, she's she's like having said, yeah, that was sort of like un you know kind of uncomfortable. I think it was wasn't it Mario Van Peebles who played the kid? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it was like yeah, I mean that type of stuff. It's just like. As long as it's not like the whole movie, <laughs> you know what I mean? I can watch right. it. It's just like, you know, one little scene, I'm like, okay, I can, or just like fast forward through it. You remember. Or just fast forward through it or something. Start, start like, you know, five minutes. Because it is a part yeah. of the story, but it's just yeah. like, wow, yeah. they really yeah. did that back then? Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like, yeah, it is. it's sort of weird, but that he put his kid in, in that situation too. And, you know, um, Melvin has been asked about it, that he had no problem doing it and all that, but still yeah. it's like, Lord. Yeah, it is kind of like, you know, Oh, oh, it's just creepy. It's just creepy stuff that was um, not creepy at the time, apparently. Right. <laughs> not creepy today. Yeah, hopefully you didn't like give them like drugs or something to have them do it. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Back then, like they were like you know giving their kids like pills and weed and stuff. Completely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Completely. So it's like who knows? Different yeah. times. You know, crazy filmmakers, crazy like you know hippie filmmakers making all types of doing all. And I think you touched on something there. Yeah. Filmmakers, yeah. like everyone else in the in the film industry, are creative people. So yeah. they're. You know, they're doing doing things differently. They're trying to like break rules and, you know, just. Yes, they're inclined to do that. Just being creative is breaking rules. Open your 
open-minded people trying to, you know, yeah, just, you know, that's, that's part of the deal, I guess. But yeah, you just have to, certain things just hit you a certain way. It's just, you know, you just don't care for it, but I understand that too. But, mm-hmm. but um, so I don't know if we should uh, wrap up or. <laughs> but we have to just certainly put on record our top two favorite films. Top so, two favorites. Coffee yeah. And Superfly as my top two. My top two. I'm trying to think my top two. My top two. Uh, probably The Mac and Foxy Brown, I think, right now are my top two. Got it. I we love both of different films there for the listeners. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of Max Julian and Pam, so I have to put them at the very top. I Favorite actress and actor. For me, it's Pam Greer. And actors, I'm going to go with Jim Brown. See, I think I got to go with Pam as the actress and as actor, I'm trying to think. Um, I guess it would have to be like Max Julian again, because okay. mm-hmm. I just think he's really good in those movies. He's a very like, you know, has, he just has a great personality in those films. Really stands out. Favorite film poster. I'm going to go with number one is Trouble Man with the fractured mirror. Image. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. And I'm going to follow up with coffee with the yeah, that's a good one. action scenes around. Those are her. awesome. Yeah. I really love the Hitman poster. I got to say. Say it again. Hitman, Hitman yes. poster. Good one. Your, your nickname, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that I made up for you. And I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll go with like Hitman and like, um, I'm trying to think of another one that I really, really like. Uh, you know, I, I do like the coffee one a lot, but um I know there's, I know like this is one of those things where I'm going to like say the other one and I'm going to be like, oh damn, I forgot that other one that I love. You know, uh, I'm trying to think of another great TNT one. TNT Jackson is a great one. With yeah, him. I like, I do like the TNT Jackson one, but Cleopatra, eh, I'm trying to think. I'm going through my, I think I, well, I get, well, Superfly is sort of simple, but I do, I do like that. I love the font in that one. <laughs> that font is awesome. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, that's, I wish like I could like get that like on Apple, my Apple fonts. So I could just like write stuff with that font. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just, it was created just for that film. So it's like one of those things, you know, but um, so, what's next? so you're going to go with Superfly. But you know what? But like Dolomite is an awesome, kind of an awesome poster too, with like the, you know, the fist coming at you. Yeah, that one. Three D. But idea. I'll I'll think I'll go with like um. What did I say? I went with um. The first one was. Uh, I say the Mac maybe. Yeah, the no, it's not the Mac. Hitman. It was, Hitman. Yeah, Hitman and the uh, Hitman and <laughs> this is a tough one. Hitman and and Dolomite, I guess. Got it. I don't know. I guess I'm always gonna like have a tough time picking with my top two favorite posters because there's so many good ones. It's tough to like because there's little things I like about each each kind, but. Favorite soundtrack album too. Oh, that's I, I know my number one is Superfly. Superfly, number one right Superfly. Yeah, uh, I love that. For me too. Everybody yeah, listen, my favorite. Listen to Superfly. Did I do a number two? Yeah, Trouble Man. Yeah, movie. yeah. Trouble Man is really good. That's probably. I, I'm trying to think. Um, my number two would be. Uh, maybe like. Let's see. Like coffee probably would be my number two. I just I love. Yeah, I love all those songs. All that that whole score. I love that score. It's awesome. Very atmospheric. Yeah. Like coffee is the color and like, you know, the brawling broads and, you know, like all those <laughs> Petronis dead. You know, and all the titles as well. Yeah. I love all those. So that's, that's a really good. Yeah. I mean, those, those are probably the ones I listen to the most, like through the whole thing. But like, I, you know, I, but then like truck Turner has a, re- you know, like all those have, have a really good soundtrack and Blackula has a really cool soundtrack it's too. Really good. Yeah. That's a cool one. Gene, I think Gene page. I think. Yeah. That was, that was a really awesome one. Yeah. 
Favorite film title. Favorite film title. Hmm. I'm gonna go with Blackula because that's that one. Yeah. You don't that's have to do one. any explaining when you say I'm gonna see Blackula. You get you it. Know what it is? You know it's Black the Black Dracula. Dracula. It's the yeah. Black Dracula. And it's fun. It's like yeah, it is. Fun. It's, it is a, a fun, fun word. Black. Yeah, it is. Very good. Um, because they've got some favorite good film title. Sheesh. Like probably like Superfly is pretty pretty cool. That's a good it's film funky. title. It's Superfly. Funky. Just to yeah. have the super and the full. You know what I mean? It kind of just says yeah. everything. Yeah, well, I love that. Cool. Like, he's yeah. super cool. Super. Is fly. it? But is it a super fly? Like, is it a fly or is it like a, a fly? Well, fly, fly is slang for yeah. being cool. Well, you fly. Oh yeah, yeah. I know that. I'm saying, but if people are are looking at it, they're, they're saying, saying oh, is it that a fly? Or, what's that film about? Is it about a super fly? Got it. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I know. That's an awesome. That. So that was was that like a new word back then? Fly. Yeah, it was. A, it was a modern word yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah, fly. Oh, those are some fly shoes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's that's like uh, that's probably and it's, it's, it's I just like the shortness of it. Super fly, and that's a, you know, it's really good. Totally, I totally do. Yeah. Okay. Any any other things we should bring up? I think we covered it, Big P. Unless yeah. you have any burning questions. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I wrote down several things, but like I figured, you know, like as you as you do when you do podcasts, you kind of like you start out thinking you're going to go one place. Then you just you're all over the place. You know I mean, that's sort of that's sort of how we did. It. And also with with this podcast, I'm thinking like, you know, the people that are listening to it, they're not probably not like total newbies to movies. Anyways, they're kind of like they know where we're coming from. They know, like, you know, the basic stuff of what we're talking about. So we're just like. We're just two film geeks talking about movies that we love, basically. And we're just trying to throw in some. Yeah, we're just trying to throw in a little history here and there and, you know, make it just fun to listen to. And, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing. They say, are you an expert? And I always say, no, I'm not an expert on anything. I'm a fan. Yeah. And we're we're all students, right? We're all kind of students, too, you know, because, I mean, we're, we're, we're always like reading stuff and, you know, learning about new stuff. Like I, like I wouldn't really call myself a, you know, a film expert. I'm just like, but I mean, I, you know, I have my, I have my little things that I know and, you know, that's, but I mean, I'm not like, I don't have some degree like in saying that I know every last detail about black exploitation, but I'm just a big fan of the, the most movies and, you know, yeah. it's always so humbling, uh, to me, Pete, cause I do a lot of yeah. talk is that yeah. I will run into students who, who know more than I do about right, something. Right, right. Right. And I mean, that is why I'm not an expert. You know that. And I and you do pick up. Yeah. And you're, and you're picking up stuff from them and then they pick up stuff from you. And yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Just being. That's that's great. I mean, that's I, I hope you can do more of those like shows, those like, you know, the poster shows and stuff. And like, you know, the you've done it's some really impressive. Pete. I know yeah. that you're, uh, you, you probably don't come down to New York, but it's up yeah. tomorrow. And I'll have just, to come down to yeah. This has really come full circle 50 years yeah. later. Yeah, I mean, it really has. Now it's like just everybody kind of knows about it. It's just it's just part of the pop pop culture landscape now. Yeah. You know what I mean, people so it's just, you know what I mean? People mm-hmm. and they love the art and like all that stuff. And, you know, the the We're film about words, Pete, so the Superfly and Blackula yeah. being yeah. words. Yeah. So is the word exploitation. Right. So and that's that's kind of come full it. circle. You just too. have to hear it once. And right. you're like, I've heard that word before. You remember hearing it? Yeah. How you you connect the dots? And also, like how, like when it when it first, like the they first used the word, it was sort of meant like as a dig at like the whole thing. Like it was coined by an African American movie, which is you know, which is weird. You'd like you'd think that would be like some from somebody else, but that's it was from a black guy's. But 
it's just the whole thing like you know it like now when we're when we're talking about black exploitation now we're like we're just looking through that word and like i just see it like as just a way to categorize the movies it's not like you know it's not like some evil word or something you know what i mean that's that's agreed you know what i mean but you know my, my um, yeah yeah you know my situation with gordon parks yeah uh, he um wouldn't be interviewed because i was calling his film shaft black exploitation yeah yeah black exploitation he really as many people do fred williamson yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, it was derogative. He didn't like I, that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I should move past coming, calling them that. I should call his films black action films. And they're that too. It's, a, it's, black a, action films. it's pretty close to. But they're also black exploitation films. Group. Right. But then I think, oh, yeah, I remember the guy who directed the Mac. It was Michael Campus, I think. Michael Campus. Yes. And I think mm-hmm. he, had, he had a similar problem, like with the, the black exploitation thing. He didn't want he didn't want anybody calling the Mac black exploitation because he didn't he thought it was like a, like, you know, like a real bio i mean it, and it was but it, you know it wasn't like meant as a derogatory thing he, he just felt his movie was more like it was about like real life and stuff real situations and I, and I guess it was but at the same time you know we're just calling it that because of you know just to be in that category with black films about black black you know genre films yeah, and we are open Pete, to, to how people want their work talked about right yeah, right you're not going to tell me how to talk about your work. I would <laughs> talk about it the way that I do, and you talk about it the way you do yeah, when you right, do. Right, and it's and the, just the fact we're talking about it at all is pretty. I'd be like, oh wow, you're talking about my movie <laughs> years later. I mean, I under and like you kind of kind of understand like, oh yeah, you don't want someone like kind of like putting your movie down with some word or something. But at the same time, you know, that's not that's the word isn't what we're talking about. We're talking about the work and the you know the actors and you know the art and stuff behind it. Uh, the book is still called Black Exploitation Cinema, right. not Black Exploitation Cinema, The Essential Reference Guy. It's funny because we're, you know, we're in the second printing. The first yeah. was softcover. Yeah. This one is hardcover, new film yeah. reviews. Um, it's a really great, uh, we're real lucky. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great book. Yeah, it is. Thank you. Yeah. And you've written, you've, you, you wrote the book about Cher, you wrote about Donna Summer, and it was, what were the other two? I wasn't sure. Yeah, so I, I wrote a book about being a food server here in New York City. Okay. That one's kind of off yep. the radar now. It was kind yep. of like a food association thing. That yep. was the only other one, yep. aside from um, the major writing pieces in the Times. Okay. Yep. Um, we've okay. been for the American Library of Congress. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah, and it has to do with Black music and Black exploitation films. and. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, I'm, it's happy, fun. I'm happy that you're you're doing what you love and you're being successful at. And, you know, you've been contributing to our sites and stuff too on the side which is nice and which is really you know that's a joy a lot of good you know, reviews and articles and yeah oh, we, cool. we want to get the films out there you know the yeah. and you want to keep these, them out keep them in the public consciousness as they as yes well. <laughs> Google the film title right you will come up and you decide for yourself right it's i mean you know being fans of these it's like that we're coming from that that angle like you know we just love movies and we're trying to like celebrate them and you know share them with people and that's you know that's all you can really do i mean we can't you know you you just we're talking about things that we love yeah anyone else out there loves them and we know they do then uh, one of our jobs to direct people right and that that might serve their interests right that's a good good way to do it well i guess that about does it for our Black exploitation episode. So uh, thanks, Josiah, for uh, joining me today. And um, I had a stone gas time. <laughs> had a great time. Yeah. Time. yeah.